In this episode, we're talking about new music from Jason Isbell, Dropkick Murphys, Ben Folds, The Damned, and Rufus Wainwright, and that's pretty much it. I'm your host, Derek Brink, and you are listening to Empty Checking. Checkmates, it's your old Uncle Derek coming to you on an unseasonably cool day in St. Louis. Only got up to around 70 degrees here, which is, uh, like I said, unseasonably cool for, uh, what is this, the something of June. Uh, Middle of June? Somewhere near the middle. Uh, Some of you only listen up to the point of the weather report. Some of you only come to empty checking for the weather report. That's it. And uh, I hope I've I, I hope it was good. I, I hope it was worth it. Uh, a minute fourteen we're at right now, and you've got your weather report in. You can go about your business. You can click away and listen to uh, the office ladies or uh, Joe Rogan or whatever's your poison. Please listen to the office ladies uh, of of the options. Uh, but the the that's uh that's that's your weather report. I'm actually concerned about the weather. Not that it's cool right now, but I'm concerned about this upcoming weekend. Because this upcoming weekend, I'm going to be going to the Open Highway Music Festival here in St. Louis. Or in, what, uh, Chesterfield, I guess. But uh, for all intents and purposes, St. Louis. Um, it's, uh, the weather app on my phone is, uh, telling me it's supposed to rain all weekend. Like, the whole time of the festival. Because it's, of course, an outdoor festival. And there is a pavilion, but it's a very small one, and I think it only covers, like, part of the standing room, part of the audience. I thought it was a much bigger pavilion than it is. I just, I, I just thought it went back farther than it does, but I looked at pictures, and it does not. Uh, so it's, it's very open air. It's a beautiful facility. I really like the, the place, but it's, it's, uh, uh, it's probably gonna rain. Like, the weather app on my phone says that rain starts on Friday night. And then uh, rains all day Saturday. Uh, with uh, and there are lightning bolts on my app. I- I'm trying to trying to convince myself that while I'm looking at this, they don't really know yet, because you know sometimes stuff like that changes. Uh, if you have it in your heart to spare a good thought for myself and my brother, actually, you you know your your Papa Dave. Uh, if if you have a if if you have it in your heart to spare a thought for us going into this weekend. I would really rather not get poured on for however long we're there. I should probably buy a poncho. Where do you get a poncho? I mean, Amazon, I guess. But, like, if I wanted to go to a store, like, where would I go for a poncho? I don't know that. They're, they're, I could probably get a poncho with, like, a fun design on it or something at Amazon. That could be cool. There's a chance I might meet Jason Isbell at this, uh... At this this festival, because uh, I I contacted him on Twitter. This is actually a cool story. I contacted Jason Isbell on Twitter and said, "Hey, I bought your Telecaster, which you guys got to hear in the last episode, and you'll probably hear more of in this episode because I'm enjoying playing it." Uh, I said, "Hey, I bought that. 
Uh, I don't want you to sign the guitar, but if I can catch you at the festival gig in St. Louis, would you sign the uh, uh, inspection card that came with the guitar? And he said, yeah, sure, yeah, I'd be glad to do that, etc. Uh, so, I mean, it might be fun to meet one of my heroes wearing like a floral print parka or a uh, uh, poncho, I guess. That uh, That might be fun. Probably won't do that. Probably one of the cheap, clear, transparent ones. Anyway, a little bit worried about the weather going into that that uh, that festival. It was a great time last year. I discovered a lot of stuff last year that I enjoyed. I, you know, I enjoyed the acts that I already knew, and then found a, a several acts that I, I really liked as a result of of being there. And I'm I actually know fewer of the acts going into this year, so I'm I'm looking forward to discovering more. Hopefully, there's some acts that really jump out at me, and I, I really get into them, so, uh, but I'm, I'm mostly looking forward to seeing Isbel. I haven't seen Isbel since, what, 2018? Is that right? What's, uh, I've got the thing here. Hang on. Can you hear me? Can you hear me if I'm, if I'm over here yelling? Is this, this, is this all right? 2018, September 10th, 2018. September 10th, 2018 was the last time I saw him. I have the ticket stub in a frame on my wall with uh, some art related to him because I, I enjoyed that show so much, so I put that in the frame uh, with the art from his uh, Ryman release album. I, I just stuck it in there. I already had that on the wall, and I stuck the, the ticket in there with it. Uh, looking forward to this one. Have, <clears throat> excuse me. Not going to edit that out. Haven't seen him since then, <laughs> and uh, uh, he's... He, puts on a great show and I'm, I'm looking forward to looking forward to seeing him again uh but yeah concerned about the rain supposed to get supposed to get rain and that's a concern for me glad that i'm not going to take the guitar for him to sign because like <laughs> i don't want to be standing around in like a, a thunderstorm all day holding like a guitar case and just like yeah you guys got to sign my guitar that's going to be worthless and waterlogged by the time, <laughs> you know, we get to it. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm glad it's just a card that I can, like, keep in a plastic bag, you know, and, and it'll be fine. But, yeah, really looking forward to it. Really am. I, 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 I wish the weather looked like it was going to be better, but, you know, it sort of is what it is. We've been, uh, we've actually had a very dry summer so far here in St. Louis. I think as a result of the wildfires up in Canada that's made everybody's air quality horrible. Like, I think I've had an air quality advisory on my phone for, like, the past two weeks. It's just <laughs> just been just been awful. Like, it's been... Uh, like, I, I don't have problems with air quality usually, and even I've been feeling it. And feeling kind of some extra labor in my breathing as a result of just the poor air quality here in St. Louis and... That's 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 just related to those Canadian wildfires, man. Who knew that wildfires in Canada would fuck up the air in St. Louis, Missouri? Like that seems so unlikely, and yet it's what's been happening. So uh, that's uh, I I think that's clearing though. So that's nice. But I I I, I have a suspicion that that's also why we haven't had a lot of rain lately. Seems like that's going to catch up with us this weekend, right when I don't need it to. <laughs> so that's uh. That's just the way it goes, I'm afraid. Uh, but it'll be fine. I'll still see some great bands. I'll still 
hopefully get to meet and get an autograph from a guy that I'm I'm very fond of, and it'll be it'll be good. I said heroes in there. I said he's one of my heroes, and I guess that's true. But like it it's it's really it's one of those things where uh, uh, yeah, kind of that's true. But also I just I'm just proud of the guy. I'm just kind of glad that his career has taken the course that's taken because I've been a fan of his since. What, 2004, 5, whenever I first saw him in Drive-By Truckers? And I actually met him once in the DBT days after a show. He was just kind of milling about in the crowd and said hi to him, told him Decoration Day was one of the best songs I've ever heard, because it was at the time, and I still really like that song. And he was very nice about it, and he said, Wow, most people talk to me about Outfit. I said, Well, that, that one's good too, you know, and, <laughs> and just kind of moved on. And uh, But he was very cordial back then. I'm sure he's just as cordial now, although now he's Jason Isbell, you know? <laughs> he's he's a huge name. But uh, So, uh, yeah, I hope that happens. Hope I get to meet him. Hope I get to get that autograph and just say, hey, man, thanks for putting that guitar out. I really like it. And thanks for putting out a lot of music over the last 20 years. It has really meant a lot to me. Uh, you know, that uh, I hope people never get tired of hearing that. I don't get tired of hearing that when somebody thanks me for something I've written and, you know, and just, or not even thanks, just says that they liked something that I've written. I don't get tired of hearing that. I hope, uh, I hope somebody at Isabel's uh, level doesn't get tired of hearing it either. Uh, we're going to do some more talking about Jason Isbell as the show goes on. We're going to, we're going to play that guitar a little bit too, but before we get to that, there are some websites of interest I need to mention to you. If you like the show and you want to know more things. Sorry, I should really write this out at some point and just do it the same every time. The show has a companion blog over at emptychecking.blogspot.com. The show itself is hosted at emptychecking.podbean.com. It's available on all of the podcasting apps, including the one that you're listening to it on now. If it's not on the one that you like, let me know and I'll get it there. It probably was there and somebody changed a rule and didn't tell me. Uh, if you want to know more about me, go over to DerekBrink.com. Lots of stuff to click on there, particularly about my music career. Uh, speaking of my music career, everything that you hear on the show that is a full song that has drums and stuff in it is available for absolutely free over at my Bandcamp page, DerekBrink.Bandcamp.com. All you do is enter zero as your purchase price, and you can have it. I don't collect your email address. I won't even know that you took it. I would just love it if you loved it. And if you want to talk to me, you want to tell me what you think, you want to agree with me or disagree with me, uh, you can leave a comment somewhere, but I'm never going to see that. The best way to get in touch with me, email me at db at derekbrink.com. I reply to everybody who isn't mean to me in their email. So all that out of the way, the cats have been pretty docile today. A couple of moments of just running around like crazy, but they're... Right now in their room, kind of cuddled up, taking nice naps, and uh, I'm gonna just talk to you for a little while. We're gonna do a music catch-up, and uh, we're gonna just we're gonna talk about five different albums that have come out in the last couple of weeks, and that's gonna be a good time. I hope and I think. Uh, I guess that's up to you whether or not you have a good time. You can uh, you can do other things while you do this. You don't have to like just listen to me. You can do something that you know is fun while you listen to me, and that'll be fine. If you really like that Zelda game that I don't care for, you can play that while you listen to me. I've beaten all the temples, by the way. The bosses are really easy. That's, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, if you like it, you like it. Uh, you can listen to that. You can uh, sew or knit. You can, uh, 
You can't really watch anything unless it's not dependent on sound, because I'll be talking over it. You can uh, drink heavily. You can type something that you, you need to work on. You can uh, pet your dog or cat. You can... Uh, what am I doing? I'm making lists of things that you can just do while listening to me. I'm sorry. Uh, I have had... I've had a long week, and it's barely even started, so, uh, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, I'm gonna stop doing whatever this is that I'm doing, and we're gonna get into the show, we're gonna talk about some music that I've been wanting to talk to you about here for a little bit. several albums to talk about that uh, I've been wanting to talk to you about a couple of them for a little bit here, but there's uh, the first one, first one right off the top of the stack that's here in front of me, is one that's only been out for a few days, but I'm very excited to talk to you about it. I've already mentioned them, you know what's coming, I want to talk to you about the new Jason Isbell and the 400 unit album Weather Veins. That's the name of it, is Weather Veins. Uh, I, uh, I love it. I, I know, you're shocked. But uh, I love it. Um, here's the thing. I uh, I like all of Jason Isbell's records. I'm a fan of his. I've been a fan of his for a long time. There are albums I like better. There are albums I like a little less than the others. You know, what what have you. There's something special about Weather Veins. And I'm saying that to you. I went out and bought it on the day that it came out. Went to Euclid Records here in, in lovely St. Louis in, in uh, Maplewood, technically. Uh, and I bought it on vinyl and on CD, as is my want on things like this. And I popped it in the player on my ride home, and wasn't quite sure what I thought about it at first. Now, I had someone in the car with me. I was giving a friend of mine a ride home, but... Uh, so that that changes how you listen to something when there's somebody else in the car, but... Driving around listening to it the first time through, I was struck with the fact that it's produced a little bit differently. It's what we in the business might call overproduced. Now that's that's a word that or a phrase, I guess, that sounds worse than it is. Uh, overproduced means to someone like me who has done production work and who's done recording work and stuff like that. If you put in time in a studio, overproduced just means oh, there are things that they've done here that they haven't done before. Like there's more like vocal dub uh, doubling, pardon me, but more vocal doubling than usual, and there's some. Uh, there's extra layers of strings, and there's extra instrumentation coming in here, and there's you know there's a lot more stuff piled on to what you know is just the framework of the song. That like you've got you've got your fundamental song that needs to exist for the song to work at all, and then production adds a bunch of stuff on top of it, and sometimes you add a lot of extra stuff on top of it, and at that point you're overproduced, which just means you've got a lot of stuff on there. That's what I mean, anyway, when I say it. Overproduction is not a bad thing all the time. Sometimes it is. But it's not always a bad thing. Tommy is overproduced. Sgt. Pepper's is overproduced. Those are classic albums. Pink Floyd's The Wall is overproduced. 
You know, like it's you can be overproduced and still release a classic album, and that's what Jason Isbell has done here with Weather Vanes. I uh, I did notice a difference in production. There's like I said, there's more vocal double, doubling happening than usual. There's uh, some extra guitar doubling, I think, happening in there, here and there. There's strings in there that there wouldn't have been in past years. There's stuff like that. It's not, it's not overkill, but it's just more than he's going to be able to put on stage. That's, all, that's really all I'm talking about when I say overproduced. It's more than you're going to be able to put on stage. And that's, that's happening on this album. But it's still a classic. And I actually kind of wondered about that. So I looked at the back of the album, and I thought, well, this album's kind of overproduced. What happened here? And I looked at the back, and in red font it says produced by Jason Isbell. And I went, oh, <laughs> that's, that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> and that, that explained everything to me. Because you know what else is overproduced? Most of the Derek Brink catalog is overproduced. Uh, and uh, I get it. You sit there and you're working on your own stuff and you go, I want it to sound like this. And you just start piling stuff on and suddenly you're know, like, well, it's not going to sound like that when I do it on stage, I guess, but it'll be okay. <laughs> you know, People will enjoy the listen. And here's the thing. I enjoy the hell out of the listen. Now on the first listen, I thought, this is produced different. I don't know how I feel about it yet. And I gave it a second listen, and I thought it's I, I that's still I'm still noticing that. And by the way, most of you are never going to notice that if you haven't done time in a studio, you're not going to notice that. But I have, and so I notice it. But like the second time, I thought I'm still distracted by that a little bit. But there are some really solid songs here. And on the third listen, I went, "This is a great fucking album." Like this is a great fucking album. This there are these are solid songs. The production and overproduction more than serves it. It's really well done, and uh, like there's not a song on here that I want to skip. You can't say that about most albums. That there's not a song on it that you don't want to skip. But I can say that about Weather Vanes. I can't even say that about every Jason Isbell record. But I can say that about Weather Vanes. It's a great record. It's the production is perfect for what he clearly wanted to do with the album. And it works on every level for me. Every song on here is great. The opening track, Death Wish, very dark in its way, but I dare you not to have it stuck in your head. King of Oklahoma, fantastic. Strawberry Woman, fantastic. Middle of the Morning, fantastic. Save the World, if you ain't had your heart ripped out of your chest lately, listen to Save the World. And listen to the vocals and pay attention to the vocals. It'll do it for you. I mean, I could go down every song on the record. Uh, the one I want to say a little bit about is he's got a song on here, uh, White Beretta, that uh, references Sunvolt, references the band Sunvolt. Uh, the song Windfall, he directly quotes Windfall in it. And uh, actually today, as I'm recording this, then on his Instagram page, he mentioned that and said, hey, I... Talked about a Sunvolt song in, in that song, and I thought I'd just play that song, and sat with his acoustic guitar and played Windfall in his Instagram reels, and I was just like, ah, oh. <laughs> because I'm a St. Louis guy, and Sunvolt's from St. Louis, and Jason Isbell, you know, played Windfall in, in the Instagram feed, and I, uh, ha, 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 that was wonderful. <laughs> that was just a wonderful thing to hear. Weather Veins. Look, it's Americana. 
but it's rock and roll, and you're either... I mean, Americana, let's face it, is rock and roll with a southern accent. That's that's all it is. Uh, gets unfairly lumped into the Leonard Skinner category. You know, anybody who does Americana gets lumped into that, and it's never fair. Uh, because that's not at all what most of them are doing. It's definitely not what Isbell's doing, although I'm sure he likes Skinner, but he's just playing rock and roll with the southern accent. But let's call it Americana, because I guess we have to. It's it's that, and you either like that or you don't. So, you know, that's going to be a factor. I happen to love that, and I absolutely love this record. Jason Isbell's Weather Veins, one of the best releases you're going to hear this year. Pick it up, pick it up immediately. Or, you know, ask for it on your next birthday, whatever you do to get music. You need to hear this one. Stream it on Spotify, and then buy it. Buy it. Buy it, somehow. Preferably in physical form, because physical form rules, and uh, streaming rules. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pretty tired. Uh, you can't put your arm around a stream. That uh, includes both uh, streaming music and, like, actual streams. You can't put your arm around you'll drown. If you try to put your arms around a stream, uh, buy it. Buy it in physical form. Buy a CD, buy an album, buy both. And then also do the digital download for fun. <laughs> you know, for your phone. Why not? It's a great album. Jason Isbell's Weather Veins. Another great album that I was surprised by how much I liked it, which I really shouldn't have been, is the new one by Dropkick Murphys. Uh, boy, I'm gonna mispronounce it. Uh, Okima Rising? O-K-E-M-A-H Rising? I, I, I don't know what that means. I assume it's a town. It, do, it doesn't matter. It's, uh, in the same vein as their previous album, This Machine Still Kills Fascists. It's more of them doing acoustic stuff. It's more of them doing acoustic stuff to, like, they're writing the music, but they're using leftover lyrics by Woody Guthrie. It's the same thing as the previous album. Usually when someone does the same thing as the previous album, and it's that kind of thing, I'm like, well, the first one was better. That's why you put all the songs on the first one that you did. The leftovers weren't as good. Not the case in this case, I'm glad to say. Just as strong as the previous album. Just as strong. Still as, you know, vital, still as fun. There's a new acoustic version of I'm Shipping Up to Boston... It's called the Tulsa version. I don't know. It's probably a reason for that. It's probably in the uh, liner notes that I haven't read yet. But uh, a new acoustic version of that, and a bunch of songs with Woody Guthrie's lyrics and DKM playing acoustic stuff, and just kicking ass and singing protest songs, and like with titles like uh, "Run Hitler Run." That's that's a song on here. Is "Run Hitler Run." You gotta hear "Run Hitler." Run. Don't you want to hear "Run Hitler Run"? I want to hear Run Hitler Run, and I've already heard it. I also like saying it, Run Hitler Run. Uh, it's it's a it's another great album. They they did it again. Like I'm sure that that was it was all one long session, but thank God they recorded all of it because now we've got two really cool DKM records. Pick it up. I got nothing to add to that. I feel clearly more passionately about the Isbell record than I do the DKM record, but still, pick it up. It's really good. You won't be disappointed. Trust me. Trust me. Just pick it up. Another one that came out is the new one by Ben Folds. Uh, just Ben Folds. There's not a five anymore. You should be clear on that by now. There hasn't been a five in quite some time. But Ben Folds, 
His new album is called What Matters Most. Incidentally, I've got a song called What Matters Most from my album Something to Look Forward To, which uh, predates this one by maybe as much as a decade. So where are you getting your ideas, Ben Folds, who totally, definitely listens to this podcast? (laughs) I couldn't make it through that. Sorry. Um, What Matters Most is Ben Folds' new album. Uh, Another album that's overproduced. Ben Folds does that. It's overproduced. Like, everything... I think everything Ben Folds has done outside of the Ben Folds 5 has been overproduced. But, again, that's not necessarily saying it's bad. It's saying that he's piled a bunch of stuff on that he can't possibly recreate live. That's all it's saying. That doesn't make it a bad album. Sgt. Pepper's is overproduced. And that's a great Beatles album. That's a great album. It doesn't matter who wrote it. Ben Folds has put out a great album with what matters most. That is overproduced. All of those things can be true at once. It's definitely true that Ben Folds put it out. That's that's undebatable. The other things I are largely opinion, but uh, let's say that they're true because it's my show and I'm the only one in the room talking right now. I I will say that there are places where it almost borders on like yacht rock, which is a little concerning, but. I, let's face it, it's Ben Folds. He's always kind of bordered on Yacht Rock. Uh, and, and and we love him for that, and we forgive him. But uh, I, I really, the only song on here I don't like is the song Happy Clapper. I just think it's kind of kind of silly, but like not in the way that like you think, oh, that's silly and fun. I just feel like it's kind of silly. Uh, but absolutely made up for earlier in the album with the song Christine from the Seventh Grade which is an interesting sort of look at how aging in society and social media works. And, uh, yeah, that one was impactful enough that I can forgive a little bit of silliness later. But, yeah, Ben Folds has a new album out. It's nice that he does that from time to time, and I enjoyed listening to it, so maybe you will too. We've got two more. I'm going through this fast. This this apparently is going to be a fast cash episode, (laughs) because we're going to get through this faster than I thought we would. Um, I do not have a lot to say about this next release, Uh, so I'm going to try to say it as slow as I can. There's a new album by The Damned. I love The Damned. The Damned, you know, kind of gothic, punky stuff. The Damned uh, is a band that I first fell in love with because of a song called uh, Nasty, that appeared in a Young Ones episode in the 1980s. That's uh, dating me, but, you know, it's uh, I Love the Damned because of that. And they've got great kind of gothy, you know... If the Misfits knew what they were doing, they would have been the the Damned and would have been less effective. But, (laughs) yeah, the Damned built on what was there and made it, you know, made it art rather than just, you know, whatever it is the Misfits do. Uh, the Damned. You probably know The Damned, Captain Sensible, and all that. New album called uh, Darkadelic. See, I told you I was going to try to take my time with this. Uh, it, it's great. It's fucking great. Like, it's it's just really great. Uh, just good, glammy, gothy, punky stuff that... Uh, a little gloomy in places, but mostly fun. Uh, I don't... This is one of those things where I wish Dave were in the room because he would say it a lot better than I'm saying it. Really, really good album. Really, really enjoyed it. 
I, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. And I like The Damned, but I still was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. If they're near St. Louis soon, I would like to see them and see what they're doing with the other stuff. Because what they're doing with the new stuff is great. Darkadelic is a fantastic album that's probably bound for my top ten. We're halfway through the year. and uh, Or just about, anyway. We're halfway through the year. And that album really jumped out at me as something that, like, a, a nice, pleasant surprise. Actually recommended to me by Dave. Uh, Dave told me there's a new Damned album out that I should check out, and boy was he right. It's a very good album. I really like it. Darkadelic. Check it out. It's a thing. Uh, the the last track gets a little bit more gothic than maybe you're used to from the rest of the album, but uh, for the most part, just a really fun, kind of gothy, kind of glammy, kind of punky record that I, I really enjoyed hearing, and I think you will too if that's your cup of tea. One final album to talk about, and then, my god, we're almost out of show. Uh, but one final album to talk about, and that is the new one by Rufus Wainwright. He released a new album called Folkocracy, or, or Volcocracy, if you're an idiot. Uh, it's, it's an album that uh, is, well, it's, it's also overproduced. This is apparently an overproduction episode of the show. Uh, it's, but it's, it's an album of essentially folk cover songs. Which, by the way, makes it ineligible for my top ten list, and that pisses me off so bad, because I really love it. <laughs> I really love hearing it. And I know that it's my top ten list, and I should be able to make whatever rules, or I guess break whatever rules I want to break, because I'm the one who made them. But, like, cover albums just aren't eligible. They're just not, even though I really like this. There are occasional exceptions to that, like a country guy who does a bunch of, like... If uh, if if John Prine resurrected tomorrow and put out a new album of John Prine songs, but they were all cover songs, that would probably be eligible for my list, just because of the genre. But Rufus Wainwright, he's known as a songwriter, and there's, I think, one song on here that he wrote. I mean, I know there's definitely one, but I, I believe there's only one song on here that he wrote, so that kind of, you know... It's it's different. It's it's not going to be eligible for the top ten, but I love it. <laughs> I really love it. And even when I say this one's overproduced, it's overproduced organically. So you kind of go, yeah. He's added a bunch of stuff that I don't think he could do live, but all of it makes sense, you know. Which that's maybe what I've been trying to get at with my definition of overproduced this whole time. Everything on this album that he did makes sense. Everything that Isbell did makes sense. Everything that Ben Folds did mostly makes sense. It's, you know, that's... Overproduction can make sense, and it does on this album, on on Folkocracy, on uh, Folkocracy by Rufus Wainwright. Um, I will say that... Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. He does a Hawaiian folk song, and it's weird hearing a guy with a heavy Canadian accent sing in Hawaiian. Um, that's, that's a little bit jarring to the ear. But uh, nevertheless, it's great. Uh, I will also say that he does a version of Cotton Eye Joe on here, and I just really hate Cotton Eye Joe. And that's nothing to do with Rufus. I just really hate that song. I... I I can't even, I can't point to the moment where I started hating that song, but I really hate that song, and it just sucks. It just sucks no matter how it's done. He does a very good version of it. Uh, a very good version of it. And it features uh, Shaka Khan. 
It features Shaka Shaka Khan is on this record with uh, with Rufus Wainwright doing Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, I I just hate that song. I just hate that song, man. But this record does feature a lot of really cool guest moments. I mean, John Legend's on there. Uh, you got uh, uh, like uh, 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 Cheryl Crow shows up at one point with Susanna Hoffs as well. Uh, Brandy Carlisle's on there. Uh, what, boy, how do you pronounce it these days? Uh, Anhoney, A-N-O-H-N-I. Anhoney, I believe is how it's being said. Formerly, uh, Anthony Hegarty of Anthony and the Johnsons. Uh, Anhoney is now the name. Uh, I, by the way, loved Anthony and the Johnsons. There's a new, uh, Anhoney and the Johnsons record that's due out this year that I'm very much looking forward to. I, I I I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to that. Uh the Anthony and the Johnson stuff which I hope saying that doesn't count as dead naming anybody that was the name of the band at the time and that's all I'm trying to communicate here. Some of that music is the most beautiful music I've ever heard in my life. And uh uh the story of uh Anthony like their personal story with being trans and being so very open about it really is responsible for helping me understand the trans movement and what it means to be trans and like kind of because I, I didn't understand it. I, like I thought I understood it, but I didn't understand it. And then I started listening to Anthony speak about it and sort of write it into, I guess at the time, his music. It gets a little bit complicated when it's celebrity and when it's you know past history and stuff like that but some of that was worked into the music and some you know some of the dialogue was worked into the music and that kind of thing and really helped me understand better you can tell i'm still fucking it up i'm still you know saying things wrong but i hope that you hear that my heart is trying to do the right thing you know um and and honey uh, I, I, guests on Rufus's own song, Going to a Town, which is one of Rufus's best songs that everybody loves, and Anthony is involved uh, on it. And just one of those wonderful voices that you get to hear every once in a while. And <laughs> it's just wonderful to hear hear that voice show up on this album with another voice that I deeply love. Um so yeah, uh, for that alone, Folkocracy was a wonderful release because I didn't know that was happening. I didn't know Anthony was uh, guesting on it, who oddly I had talked about, I think, the week before this album came out. And then I picked it up and went, oh, I, I know that voice, you know, and <laughs> and just kind of fell in love all over again. And uh, so that was a wonderful surprise. But there are several wonderful surprises on Rufus Wainwright's Folkocracy I wish there were a few more original surprises so it could be eligible for the top 10 because it would definitely make it, partially just because it says uh, Rufus Wainwright on the sleeve. But uh, hey, it is what it is. It is great, but it's just, it is what it is, and it's not going to make the top 10, but I I definitely needed to give it some love here in the conversation. Uh, So those are the albums I wanted to talk about. We have more stuff still to come this year. There's uh, going to be a new Extreme album. There's going to be a new Queens of the Stone Age. There's an album that uh, Amanda Shires is putting out with uh, Sister Bobby Nelson. May Bobby rest in peace. 
There's that uh, Anne Honey and the Johnsons album. There's going to be another goddamn Guided by Voices album, <laughs> which I'm still going to enjoy, but stop. Like, <laughs> Uncle Bob, please slow down. Uh, and there's going to be a new Dolly Parton, and I feel like there's more stuff that I'm forgetting. It's, this is stacking up to be a really good year. It's just all coming out in the second half of the year. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. There's really cool music happening, man, and I just talked about a handful of it. If any of that appealed to you, you need to pick it up or put it on your birthday list or whatever. Because uh, music is awesome, and music gets you through stuff, and music helps you celebrate stuff. And there's a little bit of that in in this pile here. So I hope uh, maybe there was something that appealed to you. If not, then, uh, I don't know, I guess you're wrong. <laughs> I, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that was it. Those are the recent releases that I wanted to talk about here. New Jason Isbell, Weather Veins, absolutely love it. New Dropkick Murphys, Okama, I think, Rising. Uh, love it. Ben Folds, What Matters Most, like it. Uh, the Damned, Darkadelic, love it. Rufus Wainwright, Folkocracy, love it. So, that's, that's how it's going, I guess. Here's more guitar. that's basically it there checkmates we uh we got through this one faster than i thought we would i guess i just thought i was going to talk more about everything i could wing it and do another segment like talk about how i recently finished watching all of columbo but i'm not going to do that so i don't i don't i feel like i feel like there is a columbo segment that i could do or like a whole episode where i tell you about my favorite episodes or something that, uh, yeah, that would have been good to have ready for this episode, but sorry, maybe another time I'll talk about Columbo. I don't know what I'm going to talk about next week. Probably the Open Highway Music Fest. I don't know what I'm going to talk about the week after. Maybe that'll be a Feb 15. At some point, I will talk more about Columbo, because I love Columbo. But, uh, uh, yeah, we kind of got through that kind of quick. I do want to, before we get out of here, uh, I'm not going to go into the kind of long tribute that I normally do with stuff like this, but I do just want to say rest in peace to the Iron Sheik, the WWF slash WWE slash elsewhere uh, wrestling personality that we all grew up with a little bit. Even if you didn't grow up with him, you kind of grew up with him. Uh, Iron Sheik was one of my favorite Twitter follows. He was profane and funny, and uh, the day that he died, the word jabroni also started trending because everybody was calling Hulk Hogan a, jab a jabroni in tribute to the Iron Sheik, and I would like to think that that made Sheik happy somewhere on the other side. Uh, Sheik was very entertaining, I really liked following him on Twitter, and I, I just, I'm gonna miss seeing him pop up and all that. Uh, so just a great wrestling legend gone in his, in his 80s. He had a good run. 
you know, that's, especially in the world of pro wrestling, if you make it to 80, you're, you know, practically immortal. And Sheik is immortal. He's the legend for all time, Bubba. He break your back and make you humble. Rest in peace, Iron Sheik. Gonna miss ya. So I just, I just wanted to say that. And like I said, I don't have a whole segment to do on that or anything. I probably could. But uh, seek out, uh, if you've got the, the Peacock Network uh, and can access the WWE stuff there, which if you have Peacock, you can access the WWE stuff, uh, seek out his Hall of Fame induction speech. He has one of the all-time great Hall of Fame inductions because he was just so happy. He was just so happy to be recognized in that way, and it meant a lot to him. Uh, I really love the Iron Sheik. That's that's really all I wanted to say there. Rest in peace, Sheiky baby. Gonna miss ya. Other than that, checkmates, thank you so much for your time. Uh, hope you're having a good week. I am having a miserable one. <laughs> I'm swamped and getting even more swampeder as 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 we talk. I know swampeder isn't a word. Shut up. It's my show. Uh, yeah. It's it's just it's it 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 it's just like that right now. So. Hoping to take a little bit of time off here soon, and that'll feel good, but uh, it'll feel bad to go back, because I'll be behind, so it's that's one of those catch-22 situations. But uh, I haven't even put in for that, really. We'll see what happens. Point is, I, I, I'm having a rough little time here, <laughs> so my apologies that the show came up short in time. My apologies if I'm if I sound grumpy here and there. The fact that I was yelling about Zelda so frequently probably... There's probably some something behind that. There's probably probably some other stuff feeding into that. So I'm still playing the game. I just am not enjoying it. That's that's not healthy either, I guess. I'll look inward on that later. Uh, right now, I'm just going to sign off. Uh, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Sorry it wasn't a little bit longer, but hopefully it still felt worth your time. Uh, for those of you who like the shorter episodes, hey, you're welcome. Well, uh, Dave and I will do a Fab 15. It's not going to be this week. It might be the next week or the week after that. I don't know. We haven't really said anything on the calendar yet. It, there's been a lot going on in both of our lives. But uh, we will do a Fab 15, and it'll be fun. And it's my turn to pick the topic, and I think I know what it is, but I haven't run it by Dave yet, so I'm not going to tell you. But um, until then, we'll do whatever it is we do on the show normally. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Uh, checkmates, please remember that there's all kinds of stuff out there in the air. Do what you need to do to keep yourself healthy, happy, and safe. And apart from that, please remember that black lives matter, that LGBTQIA plus rights are human rights. Happy Pride Month, by the way. That uh, women's rights are human rights, and that I shouldn't have to tell you any of that. And please be good to each other, be good to yourself, forgive each other, and forgive yourself. And while you're doing all that, check us out next time. I just want to say is Bella Caster again. <laughs>